Welcome back to the Manga Revolution podcast, your home for the most in-depth commentary for the manga and anime industry. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is the leader of Team Godzilla in the upcoming Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Rock, <laughs> how are you, Rock? I am. I am doing great, Kevin, because I am in comic book nirvana at the moment. How can, It's impossible to create something <laughs> to make me happier than Power Rangers and Godzilla. There you go. In the same title. I I don't know what to say. It's, I know it's phenomenal. <laughs> I know you don't get out to the comic shop very often now, but I'm sure you're gonna be camping out. For, uh, so you're the first person to pick up like all the t- all the different alternate covers for that. <laughs> I texted the the owner of my local comic book shop. We've we've lived on the same street for about seven years, and then I moved to a different neighborhood. But we text all the time, and I texted him. I said, "Dude, uh, I'm gonna be getting." A monthly title pulled for the first time in like I don't know, Kevin, three years. <laughs> and he knew exactly what I was talking about too. I didn't even mention which title it was going to be. He just added it right away for you. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, "Well, Legion Superheroes doesn't have a new title, so it's got to be Godzilla Power Rangers." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's got that's exciting and exciting event. It's well, not not manga related. We're not not a manga. It's, it is manga no. related in our our atmosphere of like what, what we enjoy here on the manga yes. revolution podcast. So that's right. Yeah. Um, we're very excited for that. But meanwhile, with this episode, we're actually going to be wrapping it up because this is our final episode of the year. So we're actually going to be talking about our favorite animes of 2021. So we're going to be sticking to just like our top, like doing top tens, just like we did with our manga episode. Um, and they'll be all uh, animes that just came out this year. So um, but before we get into all that, I um, just wanted to do some quick housekeeping. Um, so for the Mega Revolution, obviously, you could follow us on any podcast uh, service, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all those fun uh, podcast services that you that you listen to. Um, and then you could also follow the work that Rock and I do on the Revolution.com. We have a bunch of different articles. Um, you could see all, all our year-end wrap-up stuff. I have a lot of best stuff for comic books and we did also like recorded an episode for um the best manga of the year so you could check that episode out and we also recorded a recently uh, last week uh, episode on the jump festa announcements that came out in that in that convention that shonen jump and suisha is hosting right now so you could check out all our exciting exciting um news that came out there and um, i'm sure that you'll see that uh rock probably watched my ex-family's trailer like probably has like half the views for that one so yes um, you could think, think rock for that so um <laughs> and so yeah so we we have those two episodes out so you could check those out at the mega revolution podcast on our on the website at revolution.com or on on our different podcast feeds um and then you could also follow follow myself at the kevin linus on twitter and then kevin l07 on instagram and then uh you could follow the conquer revolution on twitter at cb revolution and the Mango Revolution podcast on Twitter at the Mango Podcast. Rock, where can we find you? You can follow me over on Twitter or Instagram at Rock2K's Revolution. Awesome. Well, um, so for, like I said before, at the start of the episode, we're going to be covering just our top 10 anime where we're just having a little fun to close out the year for us in 2021. And since this is episode 20, I figure, you know what, let's go back and look at anime, even though I know we don't talk about anime too much in the podcast, but hey, you know what, it's always a fun time to look back and see what we watched and compare it to like what we were reading too. So that's right. Um, so rock um, before we get into our top 10, like, and going into the, that discussion, 
what were a couple animes that maybe didn't make it into your top 10 for different reasons, but you still really enjoyed this this year that you wanted to shout out? So I'm going to handle it just like I did our top 10 manga, Kevin. I've got I've got two anime rather than uh, two that were outside the top 10. I've got two anime that didn't come out this year, but that I watched for the first time this year and I thought were just fantastic. And the first one will actually be one that you, Kevin, told me to watch. You urged me to watch it, said this thing is tailor made for you, Rock. Go watch it now. And I did. And that would be the God of high school fan fantastic absolutely love this anime it is so awesome it's you know if you like fighting anime with over-the-top characters kind of sounds like kanikama to me uh this is for you because everyone's got a big personality they there are some characters that have some neat gimmicks they're all very unique and different Mm -hmm. the fighting styles the personalities and the battles are crazy crazy intense and violent and over the top it is fantastic and the animation is really well done i was very impressed by the animation as well this one is actually kevin this one's actually not japanese so i went against what i normally do which is japan only kevin this one is from South Korea, but that's okay. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's one of those uh, webtoons that have been coming out that we've we've talked about in the past and on the uh, on this uh, podcast that like webtoons has been blowing up even more, mm-hmm. especially like recently here in the United States. It's been big for a long time, but it's Kevin, definitely did been. Did you see in in I'm sorry, but did you see in the uh, no the November uh, graphic novel sales chart that the number one yeah. volume. For the month of November, combining all manga, superhero titles, author titles, the whole thing, you combine them all together. It's a it's a webtoon. Yeah. It's a webtoon. It's Lore Olympus, and and it wasn't even close, Kevin. Like that that's how well it sold. It was way above everything else, like doubled up almost the you know, the next title below it. And that's a comic, that's a webtoon, Kevin. You get them online, you read them in digital format. Let me tell you what, webtoons. Even though you can get them online, people are more than willing to spend money to get the physical copy of it in big, big numbers. Webtoons are really, I got to say, you and I, I know we've talked about reading webtoons that that eternal scroll down, down, down makes our brains break, but (laughs) it's because we're old. Um, But they're really, they've really blown up, Kevin. Yeah. And it's kind of like the whole manga thing of like having to read uh, um, right to left instead of uh, left to right like where yep. like i think that's one of the complaints with manga like whenever you introduce somebody yeah. to manga that's older oh, yeah. they're like oh this isn't how i normally read it and it breaks their yeah. brain it's kind of i think that's for us too when when it comes to webtoons of like yeah we have it's not the reading style we grew up with or like right. have been reading for years so it's like that's where it breaks our brain uh so <laughs> it's just one of those things that we just came into webtoons very late but i yes. i know i've been trying to read more webtoons with uh um the Batman Family Adventures, um, yep, that one. Absolutely. So, but um, in terms of just the God of High School, just going back to that, yeah, I, I'm glad that you finally watched it. I know I really loved it. It was one of my favorite man- animes of last year. It was with Crunchyroll and Webtoons. It's like one of the yep. Crunchyroll originals, and yeah, I, I love that show just because again, it kind of takes out the fluff. Like I meant, I think I mentioned in the past, it takes out that fluff of oh, the main characters have to train. It's like it gets right into nope. the tournament. The characters are all like oh. powerful, not oh, oh, yeah. like they're. They're not overly powerful, but powerful enough where they're competing against each other. And yes, the, the great thing about that anime, like you mentioned, is also that um, 
there's so many different fighting styles so it's not mm-hmm. just one one fighting style like there's one that's one person that's a wrestler one person that's taekwondo another kendo mm-hmm. and like it's just a mix of, of different fighting styles that makes it such a unique series that um compared to everything else and i know that they haven't announced if it's ever going to come back but i know that with the funimation and crunchyroll merger hopefully maybe funimation will bring it back and sony will i hope yeah, so, so. We need Hopefully. more of this, Kevin. We abs- this this anime must continue on, Kevin. We need more seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, because like I said, it was one of my favorites. I watched it towards the end of last year, and I definitely <laughs> um, glad that you you gave it a shot because it was a good must watch for any anime fan that's into fighting, but is probably bored of all the training that goes into the yes. lead up stuff. So yes, if yeah. so if you just want the fighting action and uh, fighting tournaments check it out so um for me uh like my one of my outside looking ins um is uh digimon adventures the 2020 um like this anime was i I wouldn't recommend it for (laughs) everybody i'm I'm a little kid again kevin exactly exactly (laughs) it's uh it's not gonna be for everyone if you're a digimon fan and grew up watching digimon this i I had fun and it's like it's not it's nowhere near my top 10 but i just like to mention it just because the one thing that it really did it was just tug at my heartstrings in terms of like remembering the, the series i'm not sure if it's better than the original because it doesn't capture the um the heart or like a lot of the heart that was in the first because like this one is more centric towards ty like the main like oh, the, yep. uh, the leader of the show so mm-hmm. um it's not doesn't have like the same emotional things that uh touchstones that the original hit but what it did do was that it gave you huge kaiju battles so it was just really yeah. like it did seem like the animation studio was incredibly inspired by Dragon Ball, by um, by like all the different Godzilla shows and all that stuff. So it was like, if you're into like just huge Godzilla action, then it's really fun because uh, like we're in the original anime, like some of the Digimon were like even human sized. This one, they're mm-hmm. like, nope, they're like the little kids are little speckles on like the shoulders <laughs> of the of the Digimon in this show. So. Um, so they definitely get the that kaiju level battles for all of it, and I just enjoyed it. It's just it was like a nice fun trip down memory lane. It wasn't anything that I would maybe recommend everybody for um, to watch, but <laughs> it's just it was fun. And if you have kids, it might be a good like it, it, Digimon. I think is still oh, yeah. this one is a good one. Just it's a mindless action yep. series that I think it would be good for kids. Um, I you know I introduced a couple of my cousins' kids to it, and they they really enjoyed it, and they are they. The only thing that they didn't enjoy was in English, but I got them to enjoy it anyways. Uh, action. So again, that was um, one. And then Rock, what was another one that you? Yeah, I got another one that is came out a couple years ago, and I finally I, I watched it for the first time. And Kevin, this one might surprise you. You might not expect me to lay this down as as an anime I just absolutely fell in love with. But this one is the disastrous life of Psyche K. It is awesome i don't know if you've heard of it but it is it centers around the uh, this protagonist his name um is psyche and he has these psychic powers that enable he, he's omniscient and omnipotent he can do anything and everything he can make things appear out of thin air he can move things around he can make things disappear he can teleport he can read minds he can freeze time he can he, he if you can think it kevin he can make it happen all right. But the thing is, it then this anime then goes on to spoof all the common shonen anime uh, tropes. And it's 
hilarious. All this psyche wants to do is he just wants to be left alone. He doesn't want to have to use his powers. He doesn't want to have to be around people. He just, he just wants to be totally ignored and be just like the gray man, right? Nobody sees him. Nobody involved. He's just left alone. That's all he wants, but he can't ever, all of his friends and his family keep getting him involved in stuff that he doesn't want to be involved in. So he has to reluctantly use his powers to save friends or his family. It, it's, it's very much a comedy first comedy first uh i would say comedy first slice of life second and then uh action third is how i would describe it but it is it is bust out loud laughing funny i mean it is hilarious every episode you are just dying of laughter it's great really recommend watching it oh that's awesome and is it what where can you find that so you can see this. I watched this on Funimation, uh, but you can also see they they have it's a total of um, there are, I believe, three seasons okay. in total. And you can watch them on, I believe, one, two and three are over on Funimation. Then they did like a reboot of it okay. in 2019. Very short, only six episodes. And that's over on Netflix, I believe. Oh, OK. And Netflix. Is it- Calls it, it a, a fourth season, but it's not really a fourth season. Is it subbed or and dubbed or just? Uh, so this one is on Funimation. They do have it subbed. Okay, cool. All right, yep. awesome. Yep. Nice. Yeah, for me, I think the last one I wanted to mention in, um, is Pokemon Evolutions. It's actually like a web anime. Um, it's on like the official Pokemon uh, YouTube channel. So yeah. Uh, what, what's cool about this is that it doesn't do like what the Pokemon, an- like specifically like the Pokemon anime that, that it has been running forever. Um, rather than like following Ash or anything like that, the Pokemon Evolutions is actually based on the video games. So they, instead of highlighting <laughs> your main character, they highlight characters that appear in like all the different video games. So like they do like one episode, like highlighting the, I think the most recent one is the Kimono Girls from the Gold and Silver. And they also yeah. had one of like the the champion from the most recent Sword and Shield and stuff like that. So like giving their side stories, like of what, mm-hmm. like in, in animation form and it's by all of them. Um, who's huge like you could you've probably seen and heard them of like with card fight and ba- the new recent Bla- Beyblade and other things like that they they've they've been doing a lot of animations and this is a like I said it's an exclusive to uh the Pokemon's official YouTube channel and if you grew up with the video games or like playing current video games I think it's really fun and it's like right now they've only had seven episodes but it looks like they're com- trying to come out like one every month for a few months um and again, like I said, if you're into the Pokemon video games, like I am, I, it's my, a comfort food for me. Um, you'll, 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 you'll really enjoy it. It's, it's cool because again, like I said, and they have more, it's more adult oriented a little bit for like, so for older, uh, older fans, yeah. it's not like, it's still kids. Like I think kids could watch it, but it's cool because mm-hmm. it has a lot of callbacks to the video game. So if you're like an older fan, like, like myself or just yeah. someone who played the, the video games, I think you'll enjoy it. It's like I said, it's seven ep- episodes that like, they're no more than like 20, 20 minutes and it's good, solid fun. And they're both. On, I think they have it both on subbed and dubbed on under official uh, Pokemon channel, so you could check that out there. And it's again, like I said, if you're into the Pokemon video games, I highly recommend it. Nice. So okay, awesome. Well, um, is there any other animes or that you that you had on your list or that's it? That's okay, it. Those, awesome. those are the two I just had to talk about. <laughs> awesome. Well, like let's get into our top ten. So let's start with number ten, Rock. Like, uh, you lead us off with this. Uh, so, what was your number ten anime of the year? All right, Kevin, see, you know, there are three different factors that influence me on watching an anime. One, I adore the manga so much, I have to see it in anime form. Two, I like the manga enough, but 
I think it will make for a visually stunning anime, so I'll watch it. Or three, it's a manga I really want to read, but like you and I have talked about, it's too daunting of a task because it's too high up there <laughs> in number of chapters. I'll watch that anime as a way to consume it in a little easier. So the number 10 spot would be a manga that fits the third avenue for me watching anime, and that'd be Demon Slayer. I know it's a wonderful manga. I've just not gotten around to reading it, and I just haven't been able to commit the time to read it. But I know it's excellent. Too many people I know love it. So I hopped in for this anime, adored the first season. Season two came out this year, and it did not disappoint. It's an awesome story. It's amazing art. The director for Demon Slayer season two is Haru Sadazaki. The animation uh, company is a UFO table, and you can watch it either on Funimation, Crunchyroll, or Hulu. I watched it over on Funimation, but it's the season two is excellent. It is as good as season one. The, the story is very compelling, and the animation is very well done. I mean, the action scenes are great. It is just a nice, nice looking anime. So if you like, if you like a good supernatural anime with some good fighting and some solid character work, I would definitely say give uh, give Demon Slayer a, a try. And, and it, it gets better with season two. So it's not like an anime that peaks yeah. with the first season and goes downhill. Well, like the in the first story arc, just to make sure, like it was they basically just uh, took the movie, right? The first story yes. arc, they just took the movie and broke it up into like anime episodes in that. Yep. Are they now into like a, a original like uh, adapting the new, newest story arcs instead of like what was just the movie like in the movie adapting yep. like, what was it the Mugen Train? Yes, correct. Okay. You got Mugen. Well, well, okay. So the first seven episodes of season two are the Mugen Train arc. Hmm. Okay, and then um, episodes eight on are the Entertainment District arc. Okay. Yeah, okay. and the, the, the Mugen train is basically what the movie was earlier this yeah. year, right? Yeah. They just, yeah, okay. I didn't want to make yep. sure I was I wasn't sure if like they did it. So did you find that the animation for the Mugen train arc was uh, stronger than the uh, than what the current story arc is going on? Since it was movie budget, or yeah. like, do you do you see that in, in this or it, no? You can you can tell it's 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 not it's not glaring. It's not jarring. It's not going to pull you out of the anime. You're not going to go from episode seven to eight and go, what the hell just happened? Yeah. It's not like that at all, at all. Oh, okay. The animation is solid for the series, even after you get past the Mugen's train arc. Okay, so they didn't do like kind of kind of like what most anime movies do yep. when like an anime gets, like they do more CG, like they put in more CG into the... Yeah, there there is... There, hmm, there, there might be... There might be more CG, but it's not... It's not I don't think that pronounced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's that's good to know. Um, I know Demon Slayer is one of the things that is on my list of watching. I have to admit that I haven't watched Demon Slayer yet. I'm probably one of the only ones that hasn't (laughs) or read it. So I'm definitely like I know I'm missing out on something, but it's one of those things that I have so much to watch and so uh, much to read that it's I've chosen not to be one of the rare ones that hasn't watched Demon Slayer. So. (laughs) <laughs> and I know I'm I'm the outsider in any group of friends that I have, so because everybody's watching it except for me. So right. um, for me, um, when it comes to anime, I'm just going like since Rob kind of gave details of how he watches as well. Like for me, 
Um, anime is really how I discover manga. Um, for yeah, the most part, yeah. I dis- discover like if I see a good uh, anime that I enjoy, um, I'll I'll probably see if it's a, a manga and how how deep it is and stuff like that. That's how I usually watch it. And so I'm very random when it comes to uh, picking stuff. If, if it catches my eye in terms of art style and stuff like that, is what I'll I'll get into it. Um, so for my number ten is actually one that's on Netflix right now. It's a Netflix exclusive um, in terms of licensing out here in the United States. It's Comey Can't Communicate. Um, oh. So it's, like I said, it's, it is on Netflix. It's sub right now. I'm not, I haven't read if the, it's dubbed, if they have dub plans yet for Netflix is that they're very wishy-washy in terms of like how, whether, yeah. how much they put into dubs. Yep. Um, but it is subbed and it was coming out weekly on Netflix. It just ended. Um, and it's about 13 episodes. And basically the show is the whole stick is that there's this beautiful girl in school. Everybody loves her, but everybody stays distant because she's like that Madonna beauty in the school. Yeah. And so, and she gives off this code, like code or that's so, like, everyone thinks is so cool. But the reality is that she's so scared to talk to anybody that she, <laughs> that's why she is the way she is like, in terms of like having like almost like a cold aura around her. So yep. Because anytime somebody approaches her, she just like starts shaking or like can't, like actually say, yeah, I want to be friends with you or something like that. Because even though right. she wants to make her whole goal and be, being in high school is want, wants to make 100 friends. Um, but that kind of changes when she meets uh, and the, that main character um, is uh, Tadano and then when or Komi, um, the title character. And then she ends up meeting uh, Tadano, another like student, like he's just like a no- normal guy, like you wouldn't think is like a main character in it anything but um so he's very very plain looking um and he ends up learning that Comey has this uh communication um ter- terrified like social anxiety so um they end up communicating and then Tadano promises her you know what hey I'll be your first friend and I'll help you make friends with everybody in class so that's kind of the entire thing of this is like Tadano trying to help her through her social anxiety which I, I think we could all relate to a little bit and yes. but she, even though hers is very very extreme like I said she like when she ever she Tadano tries to introduce her to somebody like she she's shaking very much and like as soon as she shakes people think that she's like so, like sometimes they'll picture that she's like a mafia gangster or something like that because <laughs> she has that image of like being intimidation even though she's just trying to hand somebody their key that they just dropped um so so it's just like a a lot of miscommunication for her um just because of how terrified she is just utter one word um and so it's it's just again like a fun anime that i really enjoyed it's a slice of life and nothing there's no action in it but if you're into slice of life if you're into like just like that some high school drama with comedy then it's very much fun and i highly recommend watching it i i really enjoyed it It, like mix it up and it's just like something i go on when i'm just wanted something light, something just comedic. And it was yep. a lot of fun, especially with, since I watched so many action oriented ones, it's fun mixing. I, I always feel it's fun mixing in these slice of life. That's just oh, yeah. pure fun. And that's what I feel yeah. like with Comey can't communicate. It's just pure fun. My enlisted that I could just watch when I'm trying to relax at home. Nice. All right, Rock. Uh, how about yourself? What, um, in terms of like number nine, what will, what was your number nine? Number nine is another. Now this one is a manga. I do read. And one that I, I, well, I'm not what I like it. It's not like, it's not Spy X Family for me, Kevin. Okay. But it's, <laughs> I like it a lot. But I thought this would be an amazing looking manga in, in anime format. And that would be Jujutsu Kaisen. That's right. This, this one's directed by Sung Ho Park. And the animation company is uh, Mappa. And it's available on Crunchyroll and over on HBO Max. I've watched it on Crunchyroll personally. But what is great about this is 
Kevin, the uh, for me, the, the standout features in this anime, and, and we've we've reviewed the, the manga on this podcast before. The standout feature for the for the anime is the animation. It is phenomenal. I mean, I just think it's flat out amazing animation. And the fight choreography, Kevin, is incredible. And you know, I really appreciate when good fight choreography. I think is vital to any action series. They just nail it. It it it's very very well done. Uh, it just it's just a beautiful looking anime from top to bottom. And that's what makes this for me such an enjoyable anime to watch. Even though I've been reading the manga since the beginning, and so you know the I've been I've already enjoyed the story, and and I'm one of the few people. Uh, I don't know how other people feel. I I'm the kind of person. Maybe it's my lit major background kevin but i always find the written format of a story whether it's a novel or a manga to be superior to a, a cartoon or a movie i just think you can do more with the written word but that's just me uh, so the story while excellent is not what's bringing me to the table i've already read the story i already know it <laughs> okay there's no there's no surprises or anticipation when i'm watching this show i know everything that's got to happen it looks that good that it doesn't matter that i know the story yeah, and um, for for this uh, this year, like it's part two that came out this year, and I know for Sorry. me that that's how I discovered like Jujutsu Kaisen is the anime when it was coming out earlier this year. Right. I just binge binge watching the first half and then watching it weekly when it was coming mm-hmm. out with the second half. Um, and yeah, you're totally right. It, the animation's awesome, and I think one one thing that we talked about when we were reviewing Jujutsu Kaisen, even in our top tens, is that. I think that first couple story arcs of Jujutsu Kaisen is so strong because they get right into like getting yes. you into the lore of it, getting you into the action where it's like the characters yeah. do need to the, the typical Shonen Jump of they need to train to get stronger, but they're yes. still like not weak in terms of the like when they're introduced. Oh, they, they do have agreed. power. They do, are able to do stuff where like they don't have yep. to rely on like their mentor or somebody else to come save the day. They're all that's pretty right. powerful. It's just more that they do need more training in this world and stuff like that. So I think that's a great thing that Jujutsu Kaisen, especially like the anime gets across that mm-hmm. all these characters, like from top to bottom, they're all great. And like, even um, this, even though we do have the typical three friend group, like they do a good job quickly establishing other characters uh, that are main characters as well that you're like, I want to know as much about the, other like students or like the seniors in at the school than as the three main main characters that are like the poster uh, poster characters, um, and just they introduce so many wide variety of characters as well. Like you got the you got um what is it uh, Aoi Tato? I always th- I always think of Aoi uh, like yeah. his like and his fight with uh with Yuji and stuff like that of like mm-hmm. how, how they they differ and everything like that. And it's very good of like just pacing in terms of the action. Absolutely, it is. No, it is. And that I mean, I I harp on the choreography, but I'm telling you a lot of anime, they employ, you know, quick cuts and a lot of blurry lines and fast movement to really hide over the fact that you're not ever really seeing the choreography of the fighting. You're just seeing a bunch of lines and quick cuts and things in explosions. It That's not the case with Jujutsu Kaisen. So I think that's really what for me, just really separates it from the pack. Yeah, and I think I've said it before. It's, it, it, remind, it reminds me a lot of Bleach, like in terms of the action yes. and stuff like that. that that's mm-hmm. what it reminds me of it. Um, and that's why I, I enjoyed it because as soon as I saw the saw the original like poster of it and I was like, oh, this is interesting because it just gives me that 
bleach yep. feel that I was missing for a long time. Um, Absolutely. And now I'm getting bleach again next year, but still. Um, but mm-hmm. again, you're totally right. Jujutsu Kaisen is awesome. So yeah, um, glad that I made it on your list. Um, for me, <laughs> my number, my, my number nine is actually going to be uh, My Hero Academia season five. Hey. Um, so I think this season was a good season. I know a lot of people complained just because it was slower than, especially like we just came off uh, right. the previous season of how action packed that was with like, and how intense uh, the story, the gangster story arc was with, with that, that series. Um, but yeah. um, I thought this was still a good season. And I think what, what makes it exciting, especially us as manga readers and having read ahead is that we know what's coming and we know what like each of the like episodes means and like, and which is makes it a much more fun experience for me as a manga reader too. that I know what's coming. So I'm looking more at what the different, like how the animation is bringing these things to life. And I'm just like, I've noticed a couple of things that I didn't notice when I was initially reading that those story, these story really? because again, season five is a pure setup season. Like there, there's the endeavor, uh, the endeavor arc, there's the, the, um, the uh, joint training, joint training. And then they have the Shigaraki um, getting starting to become all for one. Um, yep. Those are the three story arcs for the season. And I think they all do a good job of building, like, you know, what's coming and you're just get more and more excited as each development, each character progresses because you know, what's coming up. And I think that's what season five as someone that is reading the manga gets me excited for upcoming and makes me excited. Um, even for fans that may have not enjoyed the season, I'm really excited to see those people that were com- maybe complaining that, Oh, this was a slower season. Yep. I know what's coming and it's going to be exciting. And people are going, I think season five is one of those, anime season it's like a necessary evil type things of like you need yes. all this setup for the big things that were going to happen and once those big things happen people are going to look back at the season probably even better more like better just because mm-hmm. because they're they're see oh this is where we were leading to this is why i had to have the joint training story of like why That's i needed right. th- those characters to be uh be introduced and get get to know their their power sets or shigaraki mm-hmm. like all the things that i'm seeing shigaraki or the Endeavor train like the um, Endeavor agency. I needed to see those because it's coming because it's building towards something and just like as like I said, it's building towards something. And I'm really excited for people that aren't reading the manga to experience that because it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. And that's why I really did actually enjoy My Hero Academia season five, even though it wasn't at the top of my list. Like the previous season, I think last season was probably my favorite uh, mm-hmm. of My Hero Academia, probably top three in terms of anime last mm-hmm. year. Um, but yep. it still was fun just because, again, I know what's coming up and that's what makes me excited about it. I agree. No, I I, I totally agree. And, uh, well, you know what that means, Kevin. You know what that <laughs> my number eight anime is, right? Yeah, well, what is it's it? My Hair Academia Season 5. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we continue our trend that we had from the manga. <laughs> Top 10 manga podcast, don't we? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I I like this. Uh, I, th- I think that, you know, um, I think the animation studio Bones really did a, a nice job because you're right. It's 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 quieter. It's slower than the previous seasons. But I really think that Bones did a nice job bringing to life uh, the terrible world of the, the League of Villains. And I also like that even the slower moments, you know, because a lot of this. Not, not, you know, the beginning of this season five deal, you deal with overhaul and his Yakuza style henchmen. Right. And so you get a little, you get more action with those episodes and then the season pivots and you have a lot of the school festival 
that and so you know that, I, I guess that's not really an, a, a moment where you would traditionally think an animation studio is going to shine with lots of amazing looking scenes but i think that bones did a nice job with taking these scenes that are not you know you can't just rely on over-the-top villainous designs and crazy action to power the episodes i think they did a really good job i like as you and i have talked when we review the manga um, on past episodes I, I love the scenes at the school i love seeing you know the battles between the classes i like all the different characters i like all their personalities I, they're so interesting and different yeah, and I think one of the things, I think it's easy to forget as you're watching the show, because especially I think a lot of people, as they hear about My Hero Academia, are binge-watching binge watching yes. it. And I think it's easy to forget that for, especially like the joint training arc, because I've heard like most people complain about that one, is that yep. it's been about, what, three years since we've seen a lot of these characters or more, yes. uh, like actually right. in action. So I think the joint training arc especially like does a good job of reintroducing mm -hmm. you to these characters and not just their personalities, because you've seen their personalities throughout like the third season and fourth season right but you didn't see them in action because like the third season was what like the well uh, um the training camp but it was really mm -hmm. a um deku story and bakugo and stuff like that you didn't see everybody in action so That's i right. think the joint training was a good opportunity for you to get reintroduced to like everybody in class a because everybody yes. in class a um uh, participated and also class b and like again just like us knowing what's going to come up right it, that, that's what makes it fun and it's good for like just a reminder for fans that may forget or be like, hey, I don't know what I don't. Why would these characters be, suddenly become major characters in in a future season? Yeah, well, like it's a good way to do that. And like you said, it's it's just fun seeing them interact with each other. Absolutely, and, and I think to your point, where we haven't seen all these students in action, I think it's it's a good refresher and reminder of really how diverse and imaginative all these different power sets mm -hmm. are, and how yeah. they can be used in a creative way. Yeah. And, and also in a, a humorous way in some of the scenes during season yeah. five, too. And, and also, <laughs> yeah, and also, like, it shows you how far, because, like, a lot of, like, what we've really seen when we saw them in, like, the first yeah. two seasons was them using basic, like, their basic abilities. And, and yes. with the joint training that you actually see, oh, they've actually been growing, even though it's been off screen. They have more, they have more movesets, like the typical yes. anime movesets, but they're having, yes. like, they're developing their powers. And that, that's what's fun about that. And then... Yeah. Then when you right. get into that the Endeavor like the Endeavor agency, it kind of continues that with Sh like Shoto, uh, Bakugo, and Deku. Like again, it, because this show is so, does such a good job of like developing people's powers and like understanding. Yes. Hey, you know what? They like even though maybe they have a ceiling for it, that mm -hmm. ceiling could um can be higher if like depending on how they use their powers. And I think that's always yeah. what's cool about My Hero Academia is that the ceiling is raised by not power level, but by adaptability in terms of how it's you the use creativity the behind yeah. using their power and that's what i think horikoshi does so great such a great job on the manga that we're getting to see we saw in season five is the phenomenal creativity and how the characters use these power sets allows them to be even more powerful than you think they would yeah. be and yeah. I, it's, so i find it to be I, I get the criticism i get why some people you know weren't as high on season five and Look, I don't have it in my top three like I would have some of the prior seasons either, Kevin. Okay, mm -hmm. but I still think it's a top 10 anime, and I really do yeah. like I, – personally, I like the smaller moments at the school, so I yeah. enjoyed them. And I know that, like, the other criticism for the season was especially with the Shigaraki story that ended it. Yeah. And I actually did – also, I do appreciate that the Studio Bones recognized that they should they needed to end the season with the Shigaraki story instead yes. of the Endeavor Agency. Because yep. those, two, those two story arcs, like, flipped from the – because the anime, in the manga – the Endeavor Agency came it's, after the Shigaraki. Right. 
But I think they did a smart job because the Shigaraki needed to conclude the season because he's the big bad of the series and he's, going into the yes. next season. So that, that yes. has to be the top of mind for everybody. I agree. Um, and so I, and just going off that too, is that you also have to remember that My Hero Academia is a kid's show still. And it, it, it is a Thank daytime you. show. It's not a nighttime. Yeah. It's not like late night. So right. I understand that people wanted the, because in the manga, it's much more brutal, much more dark oh, yeah. when it comes to the transformation. But yes. like, Again, I understand that My Hero Academia is supposed to attract 14 and under. <laughs> that's, right. that's what My Hero Academia is supposed to attract. And you can't have that blood and gore, no. or like the gory action that you see in the manga sometimes. Like, which again, I understand, I totally understand. And I don't think I like, well, it might be a complaint for older fans that want to mm-hmm. see that because they saw that in the manga. I think you got to also remember My Hero Academia is not supposed to target. <laughs> Uh, right. like somebody that's in their 20s or 30s it's targeting te- young teens or tweens yes so and, and that's what it is and again i think sometimes we got to remember that as fans that there's a target audience for this and there's a reason why you won't see as much blood or gore in like you'll see more that of that in the, in the movies you'll see like the movies Absolutely. have done that um in the most recent one you'll especially i'm not sure rock if you've seen it yet but yeah they've definitely yes. going for more of that Oh in yeah, the movies than they do in the the um sh- um TV and the TV show. But again, it's just remembering this is supposed to be a kid show, right? So, um, yeah, and for so that's great that we both had it on our list. I'm glad that you had it on your <laughs> list. But um, for me, for my number eight is uh, how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. That's uh, my number eight. <laughs> so it's like one of those isekai animes. But what I really enjoyed about this and it's uh that instead of like the protagonist coming into the world and being like, yep, I'm going to be a knight or I'm going to be like the savior of the world, like the typical like RPG hero almost. Yep. Um, instead of that, like this guy is like a typical uh, office worker and he comes from like working in like uh, um, in the government. And so he comes in and sees like, oh, these people summoned me, but I don't have any powers. I don't, I don't have fighting abilities. I, don't, I, I never trained in my life, but I do uh. have this business background. So he's so he convinced like by just talking business and like how he used like how he was in Japan and like involved in all that the kingdom was like the king is like you know what you should be king not me and so he he just <laughs> hands over the 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 title of king to him and it's basically he's like uh crap and he just like I gotta accept it because the king handed it over me or else I'm gonna get killed <laughs> um, and so it's basically him just trying to rebuild the kingdom that's really struggling in terms of finance because the kingdom ended up um, by just bad really bad decisions they just went into cotton uh, development uh, Mm because they saw that how high priced the cotton cotton was from other countries when they were selling that but what they weren't thinking about was that other countries would see oh this is how high the price of cotton would be so let's just farm it ourselves as well so that just caused a lot of poverty issues for the kingdom a lot of food shortages because they weren't growing their own crops and like again it's just this character recognizing that and just basically calling out the previous regimes and and all the kings and all that stuff so I really like that. Just like this is a different type of main character that we have that we would Great. get in this type of uh, anime. And so it's not really. It does have a lot of action because all the action comes from like this, like other supporting characters. Like he has his um, fiance that's like more like came from military background. Then he has another person that's like a sort like a dark elf that's a sword wielder. Okay, it does have like the harem tropes um, in terms of the characters because he does surround himself with like beautiful women. But my kind of man, that's, Kevin, it's not uh, unintentional. <laughs> Only in my dreams. Okay, <laughs> Mrs. Rock would not have liked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's unintentional, but again, like it does a good job of treating like just living up to the title, of, like uh, him being a realist, looking at it from like right, not not what your typical hero of a uh, anime or manga would look at things. He's more so pragmatic he's very, about it. 
he's pragmatic he's about very this. Machiavellian then. Yeah, exactly. And he okay. and he and he goes like he he recites things from previous leaders in his world and stuff like that okay. and things like that. That's what he uses. Um, and again, it's just a really fun um, anime series. You could find it on Funimation. It's both dubbed and subbed. Um, and if you're into just like other like isekai animes mm-hmm. i think it's one of the stronger ones just because it's doing something different it's not just the typical uh right. hero's gonna like the hero's gonna save the day by just like fighting it's right. m- it's more action and it's more like um kind of death notey where the character has oh it has to use he has to use his brain like yeah I, oh, he has yeah. to use his brain to solve the problems instead of solving solving with a sword so i like um, that that's cool yeah it's like it's slower pace especially like the first i would say seven to ten episodes are slower paced but then it gets into the action when it gets into like war and stuff like that in the the final like three or four episodes so i I recommend it if you're into isekai and if you want something a little bit uh change of pace in terms of the what action normal action anime are i i highly Mm -hmm. recommend it Mm -hmm. um rock um what is your number seven uh my number seven would be platinum end this is based on the manga from the tag team of Sugumi Oba and Takashi Obata, you might know from Death Note. And this, this manga, I've not seen now, Kevin, I've not read the manga and it's, it's a, it's a fairly new, uh, it, I mean, what it ran from 2015 to 2021. So it just, I'm going to end at the beginning of this year, I believe in January, I think it's a total of 14 volumes is the manga and the anime directed by Hidea Tokahashi and the animation studio is Signal MD. You can watch it either on Funimation or Crunchyroll. I watched it over on Funimation, and it's, it's either subbed or dubbed, whichever you you desire. I've really enjoyed this anime. It is it's 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 strange. It's definitely strange. What's great about it? I mean, it it grabs you from the beginning, Kevin. We haven't talked about this with the other anime, but I got to mention this: the intro song to Platinum End is a song called Sense by a band called Band-Made. Yes, it's a play. Be, off, I love them. Yeah, you know, it, it's a play off the Made cafes over in Japan, right? Because they all wear the little Made uh, cosplay outfits. Anyhow, it's an awesome song. It gets, because it starts off with like this dramatic classical music and then boom, breaks into like, you know, kind of hard rock metal sound. It's just cool. I love it. Got like a double bass drum sound to it. It's just awesome. It gets you psyched for the anime. The anime is really, I, I think it's interesting. It's essentially uh, God is God. He, it's a position that you rotate out who God is. He's, you know, God is, holds that position for, uh, you know, a certain, a certain amount of time. We don't know how long really, but for a certain amount of time. And then eventually, you know, that God needs to select a replacement God. All right. And so he sends 13 guardian angels out to 13 candidates who have been chosen to uh, vie for the role of God, who is going to retire in 999 days. Of course, the inverse of of 666, the sign of the devil, Kevin. And 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 there you go. The the main character, uh, Mirai Kakahashi. He's an orphan. He just wants to kill himself. He's grown up with abusive aunt and uncle. And the angel, his guardian angel, Nase, gives him his special powers. Essentially, everybody gets either a white arrow or a red arrow or wings. 
And some, depending how high ranked the guardian angel is, Kevin, some of the humans will get both a red arrow and a white arrow. Some will get a red arrow, white arrow, and wings, right? But very few get all three. And the wings, of course, make it go super fast, fly. The white arrow can, um, I believe the white arrow makes everyone love you. And they'll do, you can command them to do anything. Like you can command them to kill themselves or, you know, have sex with you, whatever. There's no, there's no limits to it, right? And then the red arrow just kills people. Just, you're dead. So that's the gist of the anime. And the three, the 13 candidates have to kind of, you know, battle each other essentially for the right to become god so there you go kevin that's that's the long and short of that's my little synopsis of this anime it's just it's cool it's got some interesting character work it has some cool action it has uh, some nice anime it's got neat power sets i think the whole concept is 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 interesting as far as the power sets and everyone trying to compete to be the new god so when it comes to platinum, it is oh, like my bad, have- Kevin. I, I made a mistake. Red arrows make you fall in love. The white arrow kills you. My bad. Okay. And then because <laughs> platinum is in, and is one of those animes that I've definitely like. Especially, hopefully, I got a couple of days off coming up, and I'm going to be watching it all because I've only watched like I think the first two episodes. When, but when you you compare it to like Death Note, um, is it more action action oriented than Death Note, or is it like the because I know it's more, more like a, it is like def, oh okay yeah because oh, yeah. definitely definitely was like more like a chess match the entire yes the entire this entire is absolutely more more action oriented okay and and do they do a good job of catching that just because I know like the creators for definitely were more like they they definitely developed the style of uh, of doing that chess matchy between characters um, is this that they do a good job with like shifting a little bit of the um, tone of the stories be more action oriented than yeah i think so i think so i mean you you get you get a fair amount of you get a fair amount of of strategy and uh you know plotting between different candidates and their angels and so you get some machinations and some mental chess play but at the end of the day it it it's it is definitely more action oriented than death note ever was by far Cool. So that, no, no, that's, no, that's a caveat. Good. Don't expect Death Note when you watch this. It's not. It's not yeah, going to yeah, be. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. Okay, that that's good to know. Just because again, I know that people will hear the creators of Death Note and will expect something oh, yeah. similar. But it's good to know that they they are changing things up because I think it's always good that you're not just drawing on everything that's the same. But even though it seems like yeah. it's the opposite of like where before it was dealing with Shinigamis, this time they're dealing with angels. So yes, yeah, and the angels are cool. And I, like I said, I think I just think it it's the power sets are interesting. As far as you know, I, you know, at first I was like, a red arrow makes someone love you. Well, that's kind of that's a lame power. That's not very good. I mean, so okay, now you have a date for the evening. What is that going to do me? But then you find out, oh no, 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 they love you so much they'll they'll kill someone else for you. They'll you know they'll they'll so there's it. They'll use their they'll give you their money. It's it's, it's really you can use that red arrow in creative ways. Because at first I was like, well, I'd rather have the white arrow. That just kills people instantly. And, and what yeah. I mean is, Kevin, the white arrow, it's you're done. There's no shrugging <laughs> it off. I mean, it's the white arrow. You're done. You're dead. End of story. So it's pretty OP. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the wings are cool in that it not just lets you fly, but you move super fast. So it, it's, uh, 
I just I just like the I just think it's pretty interesting. And the animation is cool as far as how they draw the angels and the fight scenes are are, are well animated. So it it looks nice and it definitely looks like what you expect from this creative team, too. Nice. Yeah, for um, that, that's good to hear. Like I said, I'm going to probably be binge watching uh, it in, over the next few days because it's definitely one that I have on my queue that I need to watch. And um, just because I love Death Note so much and I want to see how, how they keep up with this. So um, for me, for my number seven, it's going to be an anime, which is a long title, um, is the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. Um, Holy so cow, <laughs> Kevin. What so, yeah, the this heck? Is, so you could tell that this is actually one of those animes that's based on a, a light novel, not a manga, um, right. by, by that title. But it does. A, I think this is a good anime. Like it's another isekai anime. Um, but like what I really enjoy about it is that instead of it being like a teenager that gets reincarnated, this is like an old man. And this oh. is actually like how in, in, in the real world and like, well, in his previous life, he was actually like a guy in his 60s and he was classified as the world's greatest assassin in the in there. Like and because his entire life, he just dedicated himself to just be the best assassin in the world. Um, and okay. so he didn't really have personal relationships. He didn't have <laughs> love or anything like that. He just like if he's an assassin that you uh, you do not mess with and that like the only way that like he was able to get killed was that. He was on a plane and they decided to attack his plane and blow it up like what okay. the, the enemies and that's how he died because he couldn't escape a, a, a exploding plane so um <laughs> and so like um and one of the cool things about this too is that the god that re helps reincarnate him into another world where, where he becomes an aristocrat um i like that the, like especially the god she he's not the only plan that she has for in terms of like why he needs her because Oh. He, she actually reincarnates somebody else that's the hero of the world that he gets reincarnated into but she finds out like that that hero gets corrupted after saving the world mm. so she needs mm. somebody to kill the hero before the hero completely takes over and destroys the world so that's why mm. she she gets him but the caveat is that he's not the only one he, he's done she's done this to and she's actually got like 40 or 50 other people that she's told oh yeah you're gonna be the one that kills the the hero so he's not like um but what's cool about the, this main character is that he is an old man. So he is right. very much thinking of it as an assassin when it comes to this world. So like when he's given the option, <laughs> hey, you get five powers. Uh -huh. He thinks of five powers uh, that is going to be most useful for him to be when he gets reincarnated. He gets to become an assassin again and how right. to maximize himself being an assassin in a world where there's magic. Uh, so okay. even though like the God calls him out and says, you chose five powers that are not what normal people would pick because everybody would pick the strongest powers yeah um so uh, but he does it because he's thinking of it as an assassin so um and what's cool too is because he grew up in his previous and he, he has his memories of his previous life um so he's thinking about it. oh yeah i'm going to just use people as tools i'm going to get i'm going to recruit people as tools so he recruits a couple uh -huh. like um he, after learning magic he recruits somebody that's uh like uh, an orphan um and he make, makes her out to be a tool but um, what he doesn't realize is that he, since he's a kid again, he's actually building personal relationships with people that he never did. But even though he still oh. thinks, oh, like, I'm just using it as a yep. tool. Um, he doesn't realize that the reason he's attracting people is because he is actually a friendly guy. Um, <laughs> even though he's saying, oh, I'm a friendly guy because I need to think that you, you could only rely on me. Um, so it's uh -huh. like an interesting dichotomy of like how he's thinking about it as an old man. But reality is that he's actually a, a pretty decent guy and he's actually allowing himself to feel love and things that he did in his previous life. So mm -hmm. um, we're, again, it's, it's a fun anime. It's good action. It mixes in magic in a unique way where 
and the characters are all have good backstories. There's a couple episodes that because of the backstories, I probably will only ever watch their, that episode once. Uh-huh. It's that type of tone, but it does hit realistic tones in terms of like child slavery and, and, okay. and or, orphanage and like oh wow and stuff like that so yeah um which is like serious topics i didn't expect yeah. to, like an anime like this but i was just like this is cool makes the characters backstories a little bit more interesting but right i, I probably only watched that episode because of the what what it's doing uh, just once mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it's super fun if you're into like i would say action anime and that that's doing a good job building characters i think this is one of the better ones in terms of isekai animes that um have been coming out because even though the character is overly is pretty powerful it does a good job explaining why the character is powerful instead of making him automatically powerful like i think a lot of isekai animes as of late have been doing yeah yeah that sounds pretty interesting i'll have to check it out yeah so it's like if you want an old man in a uh, kid's body uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but anyways yeah so um rock what is your number six my number six is going to be an odd choice that i probably don't see coming kevin but it's going to be Sells at work season two. Yes. This is brought to us. The director is Hirofumi Ogura. Animation uh, studio is David Productions. It's available over on Funimation. I loved season one. So, of course, Kevin, I'm like, yep, sign me up for season two. This anime, when I first watched it, blew my mind because it's it's like it reminds me of some of those like in the infotainment cartoons you'd watch as a kid at school with like the animated inside of someone's body like this is what the mitochondria does and this is what the white blood cell does and the red blood cell you know and it, it kind of starts like that but then it delivers the most insane over-the-top bloody action <laughs> that you don't see coming when you first watch it you're like what the hell just happened oh my god <laughs> why is there blood all over the place <laughs> it's so brutally violent that's what makes you love it that's at least that's what made me love it, Kevin. It is just so crazy over the top and brutally violent. You follow the two main characters. There's the female red blood cell, uh, erythrocyte, <laughs> and then the, the male white blood cell, neutrophil. And they're your they're your main characters. And it's just it's what's fun about it is I like I've always liked infotainment. That's why I love the original Epcot. I, I, anything that's infotainment, I, I dig. Highly themed infotainment, animation that's infotainment, I always, I've always liked. So this just takes that infotainment aspect and just cranks it up to 11 with just this insane bloody action that makes it a lot of fun. I love science. I've always loved science. This is really geared to uh, kids to teach them biology in a way that keeps their attention. Because it really is good science. It's really a good biology 101 course. It is. It's, it's actually really well done. The biology aspect of it's very well done. The science is well done. And it's a great way of teaching kids science without them realizing they're learning a lot. And that's what the crazy bloody action does. So if you got a kid who likes science, they should watch it. If you have a kid who maybe doesn't like science that much and you want them to like it, have them watch this. It's it's a lot of fun. It does skew mm. younger. I will I will openly say that if you're expecting something adult here, not going to happen. This is designed to teach you biology, but it's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. For for me, uh, my number six is going to be Hori Mia. Um, it's another animation on Funimation. It's by Cloverworks. Um, and 
I really like this. It's a slice of life anime. Um, and what I like that it does is that with the main, two main characters, their, their name is Hori and uh, Amiyamura, um, that it gets right into just their, their chemistry. And like, instead of building, like, instead of taking the entire season to get the characters together, the characters actually get together pretty quickly. Um, and it's more about just building relationships because Hori is uh, the popular girl in school. Like she is very much um, the class beauty in, in her class and things like that. So it's typical popular school, but she doesn't actually have uh, life out like with her friends because she actually has to go home right away because her parents are actually like um, out of out of town, like because of work and things like that. So they're not home very much. So mm. as soon as school ends, she actually goes home and is the mom for her little brother. Oh, but okay. she actually keep she actually keeps that a secret from everybody in school. But uh, the other main character, Miyamura, ends up finding this out about her because he helps uh, uh, her little brother because he, her little brother gets hurt um, playing soccer or something like that, um, and and helps her back home. And she doesn't recognize him because in school he has like this like his hair is very disheveled and things like yep. that, and he looks like a typical nerd that no one talks to. But uh-huh. when like when he meets her at her house, she, he's actually like a like a punker. Like he has <laughs> uh, pierce he has piercings. He has like his hair slicked back and stuff like that uh, because he can't. <laughs> He can't dress like that at school, right? Uh, but she doesn't recognize him, and then like she welcomes him into the into the house and says, "Oh yeah, uh, okay, I'll, I'll treat you to something." And then as soon as she's he says her name, he's like, "Why do you know my name?" It's like it's me, Miyamura, and she's like, "What? Wait, what? What?" And so, uh, um, so this is like a story of just the two main characters. Basically, they're able to be each other, like be their normal selves w- with each other only when they're outside of school that no right. one else knows. So it's like it, it's a good way to build a bond between the characters. Um, and quickly just build up the attraction and just build up their natural chemistry. And like I said, they get together pretty actually quickly. Like mm-hmm. I would say like four or five episodes into the show, they're already a couple officially. Um, mm-hmm. And so like the show transitions from being just about those two main characters and being about like everybody in like the supporting cast as well. So you learn about all the supporting cast members, their backstories, like their own kind of emotional tribulations of high school. Um, so, and I like that they do that switch. They have like confidence in building up the, other characters and that you that normally wouldn't be built up as main characters they're just supporting characters for the two mains um so and i really enjoy that because again it just makes you get to know all like the friend group so much closer and like even like the characters that you might initially think oh i don't like this personality this personality of the character you actually end up liking them because of what their backstories are and like getting into that so it's a good slice of life anime if you're into that i really recommend it it's probably like one of my favorite slice of life animes that I've ever watched. Um, it is a manga series as well. The manga actually recently ended, like right around when the anime um, ended as well. So uh, you could read read that right now. Um, I'm not sure if it's it, it is licensed out here, but it's not like on Viz or anything. You'll have to find it on Comicsology and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really fun. Again, like I said, if you like slice of life, um, the ending is kind of quick because they did end it. They did end it so that it. And it's kind of similar to the manga um, since it's a 13 episode run, but, and the manga ran for like, I think 120 something chapters, mm-hmm. um, but it's overall enjoyable. So I really recommend it for people that are fans of slice of life. Nice. All right. Um, all right. Rock. Well, what is your number five? <sighs> number five, Kevin is one. that's not going to surprise you, my friend. It may not make other people's top 10, but it's always going to be top 10 and top half of my top 10 at that. In number five is combatants will be dispatched. 
Oh yeah. This is directed by Hirokai Akagi. Animation Studio is JC Staff. It is available on Funimation. You can get it subbed or dubbed. This is based on a light novel by Natsume Akatsuki. It was then turned into a manga by Natsume Akatsuki and the art by Masaki Kaisa. The manga has been running from March 2018 through the present. It is still ongoing. And this, this look, Kevin, if there's an anime tailor-made to me, it is absolutely this one. Okay. Combats will be dispatched. The main character is Combatant Agent Six. That's his name. That's all you're going to get. They call him Six for short. And he's kind of, how would I describe him? I would describe him as uh, Robert Kirkman's irredeemable Ant-Man. That, except he's a much better fighter, but has the same personality, right? So Six is a badass fighter. Yeah, no one can beat him in the battlefield but he's got the personality of the irredeemable Ant-Man. All he wants to do is have sex, put his face in boobs and just kind of generally be lecherous and, oh, and get paid lots of money so he can continue doing the aforementioned lecherous activities. The, his supporting, the supporting cast was mostly his, there's a, uh, he has a little Android that accompanies him. Her name is Alice and she's made by the Saragi company, pretty girl Android. And, um, She's kind of like, you know, like a 13-year-old girl. She's the straight man to Six's outrageous antics, essentially. And then the other big name, there's a lot of characters. It's a big cast of characters. But the other main character would be Snow, who is kind of like your very uh, typical uh, Senin female character. She's this big, uh, you know, buxom warrior and a big sword, tiny outfit, big boobs, and she kicks a lot of butt. Kind of, you kind of see it coming, right? She's the leader of the, the Royal Guard on this planet that Six is sent to. In, he's sent to this planet to conquer, right? But he has to infiltrate them. So he makes it look like he's there to help the royal family. In reality, he's there to conquer the world, right? And Snow is the leader of the Royal Guard. And Six did such a good job ingratiating him to the to the royal family by saving them and when he first appears on their planet that the uh the king demotes snow to be six's assistant and now she's oh it's so humiliating she has, has to be the assistant to this lecherous creep <laughs> it's it's just it's comedy first action second and then comedy third um it's raunchy it's body the humor is definitely very raunchy it's a lot of you know boob humor and butt humor and you know you lose parts of your costume during a fight and six is just just a, a a terrible lecherous character that you just you adore because he is so terrible right and that's why you like him it's it's but it's very 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 funny if you like raunchy humor definitely watch it it's got good action too it has good action no doubt about it it's got some cool action scenes the animation is is a uh, is quality but really it's 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 raunchy humor first action second you're muted, Kevin. Yeah, it's one of those animes that I know that for for me, I I tried to watch it, but it was a little bit too much even for me. Um, but I'm glad that that you enjoyed it, Rock. Um, uh, <laughs> I did try it because you recommended it to like I know you recommended it back in the past, but yeah, it's one of those that I didn't actually. I'm. It's good that you enjoyed it because I know that there, like I know I actually do know people that I enjoyed it, but it was not for me for some reason. 
Oh no, you, <laughs> you, you, you got if it, it, you got to have a, a love for the raunch uh, for sure. Because <laughs> just a little too much for me. Um, and, but anyways, yeah. So for me, for my number um, five, it will actually be Jujutsu Kaisen season uh, season one part two. So. I have it a little bit higher. I have it higher on my list than you, but it, I think one of the reasons why I have it higher on my list is just because I really enjoyed um, just discovering this um, through the anime. Because I like, unlike you, I actually didn't read the manga before watching the anime, and I didn't right. watch the anime until the beginning of this year because I heard so much great things about it. I'm so glad I did because it yeah. it's one of those things that I heard so many good things that I went into it thinking it's not going to live up to my expectations. I'm hearing way too many talk praise <laughs> about it that. I went, yeah. went with high expectations and it honestly, one of those things that actually ended up living up to my expectations because they it, it totally delivered the characters that I'm looking for it. And then the action that I'm looking for, for the, um, and all the developments and all the elements that I really enjoy about it. I've already gushed about it when rock brought it up for, for, <laughs> uh, for, for his list, but, but yeah, it's, it's just an excellent anime. And I think it does a really good job of, of it. And I'm glad that there are one thing I'm glad is that they understand that, because Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't have that many chapters, they're just doing seasons instead of like doing it like Naruto or or um, One Piece, and then it's just going on and on and on. Um, and yeah. I do like that choice of them doing seasons, so that way they get enough material for season two, mm-hmm. um, rather than having to do a lot of uh, filler arcs. And I think that's a smarter thing to do, honestly. Um, as much as you want to keep watching the anime and want more episodes, I think it's a good thing that it, it's following kind of what My Hero Academia is doing of like letting the creator um the, like tell more stories and get more chapters in before getting another season in and even though the wait is is tough i think it's better that it g- goes this route instead of trying to put in like filler stories because i know that that's the death of a lot of animes that oh you yeah. and i probably have been a fan of that oh read those fillers yeah um, so so it's a good thing that it's doing the seasons and again it's just doing it does such a good job with the action um and just the character and then just introducing you characters on characters on characters that all, all of them are as interesting as the as the previous characters you were introduced to so mm-hmm. um again it's my number five so but and i i know i've gushed about it when rock was talking about it too so i don't <laughs> gush about it too much but yeah it's highly recommended that you watch that so uh rock what is your number four anime number four no surprise you know this anime had to be lurking somewhere in my top 10 kevin godzilla singular point that's right the big g slots in at the number four spot the director for this series is atsushi takahashi the animation studios is bones and orange it is over on netflix and this anime kevin i gotta give a shout out to the intro song for this one too because it is kick ass it is the song called in case by bish who is fantastic i love that the abbreviation for their name is uh stands for brand new idol shit that's a great name for a band kevin um <laughs> but it, they're they're that alternative metal sound it's a great it's a great theme song and it just gets you so pumped up for big kaiju action and you get it i love the animation for godzilla single point kevin it's actually it's not it it's what you didn't realize you wanted in a Godzilla anime. That's how I would phrase it. It is it it is different. It is it is very stylized. It is it is very unusual. It is not it does not at all look like your you know traditional 
anime that you would expect in a, a, a shonen anime focusing on kaiju at all. It's it is it is very unique looking. It's very funky. The art design is very interesting. I mean, Jet Jaguar's design is is much different than how he normally is. It's kind of got this interesting steampunk almost vibe to his design, where right? like he's been made out of a garage, you know, out 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 in someone's garage essentially. The the cast characters are are solid. Look, I'm one of the I, I'm the kind of person that I don't come to a Godzilla movie or anime for the fleshies in general. Don't care about the fleshies. They're there to get crushed. They're there to, they're, you know, they're, they're there to move some exposition and plot lines along for you and explain some things. And that's it. The star of the show should always be the Kaiju. And um, and uh, the art in this anime, Kevin, it just shines when the Kaiju are on the scene. The Kaiju look fit. Phenomenal. I mean, it's just gorgeous looking, the kaiju, just amazing. And the fight scenes for the kaiju are incredible. I mean, when you see Godzilla power up, he looks amazing. And I, I love how they have his, his jaw kind of opens and opens and separates for for his big atomic blast i like that they draw his atomic blast with like energy rings at first and he can just shoot energy rings and if he really powers up he makes multiple energy rings and then shoots a beam in between the energy rings it's it's very stylish it is very eye-catching these kaiju just leap off the tv at you it is it is so well done kevin i cannot overemphasize how nice the action looks, how fantastic the kaiju look. It is excellent. It is really, really well done. I'm glad that, that I'm really glad to get a Godzilla anime that isn't in that traditional shonen anime style. You know what I mean? That it's, that it's something unique and different. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. And Bones and Orange, really good job doing something different yeah it's style it's stylized it's its own very like, much. Event. yeah so that that's a good thing to hear because i know like that's one of the things with kaijus it's so difficult trying to get yes. the personality of like especially when your main character is the kaiju yeah of, like and so it doesn't talk and so it's good that it, they found a good balance when it yep. comes to like figuring out how to develop do a lot of development through the humans yep. but still making sure that godzilla is the main character instead of yes. having godzilla just appear the last five minutes of the show <laughs> yeah, agreed agreed yeah. yes so, so that, they yeah. managed to do that which i'm i'm glad i mean it's 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 not a fast-paced anime i will say that it's not fast-paced but they don't hide the kaiju from you which is what i appreciate that's awesome um and yeah for for me my uh number four will actually be restaurant to another world um so <laughs> this is a, this is another one that's on like you can find on funimation and crunchyroll um uh, both subbed and dubbed and I really just enjoy it because it's I'm not, rock. I'm not sure if you've heard of this anime before, but um, it's basically this guy. It's kind of has that food wars type um, aesthetic yes. of like it's all about food, but uh -huh. it's not etchy like food wars. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> right. but it's more about like how food like gives reminds you of something in your past or yeah. like, it connects connects people and things like that. Because you know, like food, mm -hmm. that's a cool thing about food and everything. Um, and the other like the thing with this show is that 
it, um, every Saturday, this restaurateur closes his uh, restaurant because he has a door that opens to another world. Okay. And so he closes it every Saturday so that all these creatures and people from the other world could come to him. But he wow. makes the rule of that. I don't care what your conflict is in your, in your world. When you're in my restaurant, there is no conflict. This is a neutral, neutral region. So like, if you uh-huh. start fighting, I kick you out. And, er- okay. and everybody loves their his food so much that they're like, okay. So you see all these creatures that like would normally fight each other. They're mm-hmm. they just sit at the diner, just casually eating curry, casually eating like their whatever their favorite dishes are because it's that good. So it's right. like so it has that. It, it it it's a very interesting concept for it of of that that basically his restaurant is the only place where all these creatures and humans can actually unite together because they all love his food so much that they're like they've said, yep, we're never okay. going to fight and and it does a good job of kind of like what food wars did of like getting you like the that food looking so beautiful yes. and then and then like kind of uh what food wars did a lot too was the um tapping into what how food connects you to memories connects mm-hmm. you to like some or or a previous like person or things like that and it does a good job of like the character constantly finding their own dishes of what they enjoy and how that that ties into their lives and things like that so I think every episode just kind of highlights a different dish. Um, and it just does a good job. If like you you did enjoy Food Wars, I do highly recommend um, watching Restaurant to Another World. Season two was actually done by OLM um, instead of because season one was done by Silverlinks. But I think OLM does a good job of capturing the animation style that the first season was established with Silverlink. Um, so again, like I said, if you enjoy Food Wars, I highly recommend this. It's a fun anime um, that that gets into like a little bit of lore stuff. Cause you do find out about like lore from the other world as well mm-hmm. through the characters because of their memories and things like that. And yeah. find, finding this restaurant that's only opened on Saturday and the that's main true. character, the main character, his, his name is just master. And, and it's just because he's a master chef that he inherited that restaurant from his dad. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like a really fun anime. So if you want something fun and exciting, it's not, not exciting, but just, just fun. I would say, it's a very good one and it's good relaxing. It's like I said, it's both dubbed and subbed and you can find a dub on Funimation. They're haven't dubbed the entire season yet, mm-hmm. but, um, but they, they are catching up to it. Uh, Cause I think they're like about four, four or five episodes behind on, on the dub, but you can find it also done on Crunchyroll. Okay, cool. I, I adore all food based manga and anime. So I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, rock, what is your number three? Staying with a trend of, of Godzilla. Kevin, let's just go to to more big kaiju and what goes along with big kaiju, but big giant robots, S, 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 S. There's four S's in there, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't want to leave one of them out. Dina Zenon. Oh, my goodness. This one is directed by Akira Amamiya. The animation studio is Trigger and it's available on Funimation Sub or Dub and Trigger just can't ills it kevin on this anime i mean trigger is just smoking white hot with this this is a gorgeous gorgeous looking anime the action is phenomenal uh the giant robot in dina xenon looks incredibly cool and all the kaiju that they have to battle because you've got you, you know you've got our you've got Dinozenon is your typical, you know, Voltron style giant robot, right? It's five different vehicles that combine to make one big giant robot. And 
Well, it's even better than just five vehicles. One of them is actually a robotic dinosaur that combines with like a boat, a car, a jet plane. It, it's it, oh, it's just, it's fantastic. But it's a Voltron style giant robot with your team of young humans, and they battle these these kaiju eugenicists. It is a bunch of youths who can control kaiju, and the kaiju, Kevin, are awesome looking what i love about the kaiju in dianzenon is that the kaiju are brilliantly colored they look like they're made out of like like shiny hard candy or jewels almost it's just the color is it, it it's truly eye candy for the eyes kevin i love how colorful they look the design for the kaiju is brilliant the kaiju have kind of uh, like a machine look to them without looking totally like machines, if that makes sense. Uh, but they definitely have kind of like that. Yeah. A little bit of a robotic look to them. And they all kind of have all the Kaiju, Kevin, many of them are very reminiscent of Godzilla Kaiju. Like mm -hmm. there's one in the first episode that you're like, that looks like Gigan. That really looks like Gigan to me. And, and you get that sense from a lot of the Kaiju, but they, they look fantastic. I really love the design and the colors to it. The action is incredibly dynamic. This is just a beautiful looking anime that has super cool action, really cool tech, really cool robots, really cool Kaiju. It's great. And you know what? The characters are actually solid too. So you get it all with this anime this anime is like one of those that's tied into the, what is the Grindman's uh franchise yes. and it is um yep. it's very much super sentai it's very much inspired yep. by like ultraman and uh oh, yeah. um, power ranger or super super sentai in japan yeah um, absolutely so yeah it, i think if there was like a number 11 i had on this list this would have been it <laughs> um, i just missed out but i really enjoyed it and you're totally right and i think the thing that it makes this uh, anime so amazing is Studio Trigger. Like, we don't yes. get too many Studio oh. Triggers because they have, as much as their animation style is so awesome, they've done a mm -hmm. good job of not, like, taking on too many projects. They yep. take on one project at a time. Uh, and I think that makes their, like, whenever you see a Studio Trigger animation, whether it's a movie mm -hmm. or, or anime series, it just, like, you automatically have to put it on your on your watch list. Oh, yeah. Because they, they, they have such a distinct art style that, like, I don't think any, almost any animation company in the world has. And it's just like mm -hmm. one of those that, it's almost like Pixar quality of like, when you hear the name Pixar, you you got to yes. watch it, that movie. And when you hear yes. Studio Trigger, it has that same thing of you got to watch it just because you oh, know it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be really awesome. Even if it's, the story might not be as strong, it's still going to be, look, look amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely so, agree. So, and I and think we saw that with like what, when they did the Star Wars visions, I think they have some of the. Oh, yeah. So, Agreed. so it's good. It's, 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 it's good to know that <laughs> it's good to know that you enjoy the uh, quadruple uh, quadruple S. So, yes. So awesome. But and for me, my number three will be another Iska anime, which was the that time I got reincarnated as a slime uh, season two. Um, I really <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed this anime. The first season was really fun. And I think one thing that the second season does a good job in because it, it, it kind of was split up into parts, but they all came out this year. Yeah. Um, season took two took the base concept of what season one established and just took it to the next level in terms of actually exploring more of the world, exploring how like the demon lords work in the world and uh, kind of just challenging our main character, Rumor Tempest of like his, he has like these ideas that are very much like, oh, everybody is, is going to live together. And we if I could unite everybody together to live in my town, that's going to be great. 
but like he gets a reality check in this season of like, nope, that's not how the world works. There's these, these demon lords that are going to come after you and there's going to be a lot of uh, politics going around, even though as much as you don't want to deal with politics, you're going to have to deal with it as a leader. Um, and I think it does a good job of just elevating that, of like taking Rimuru as the main character and then just the characters around him, like with um, like Benimaru, Shuna, Shion, and everybody else um, to that next level. And I think they did a good job of making the season darker than the first, but mm-hmm. not too dark where it still keeps the fun of the characters, never loses the spirit of what made the first season so enjoyable. And it's just, it, it's, it's definitely a season where you're like, the show is hitting another level. And that's that's what made it so so great. And even though the power levels get insane, the action really is great and all like it's really cool to see the characters grow the way they do and and the way and they're all the chemistry is just awesome i think the chemistry is what really shines through in this season um and i i just really enjoyed it um and i'm looking forward to i think they're going to have a movie come out next year and hopefully they'll have a se- season three because it's definitely one of those series that i really enjoy watching and i'm glad that i'm i have and discovered last year so yeah but that that's pretty much it for my number three and i've I could gush about it for the entire episode if I wanted to, but um, I, I won't do that. So, Rock, um, let's just go into your number two for the number for, two for me. Kevin is an anime that was only on for the first couple of months of 2021, but that's all it needed to get the number two spot on my top ten, and that would be Attack on Titan, the final mm-hmm. season. Oh, yeah. Director Jun Shishido and Yuchiro Hayashi, animation studio MAPPA, and it is available over on Funimation, dubbed and subbed. This is the final season. We only got the first half of the final season at the beginning of this year. We get the second half at the beginning of next year, which is just a couple of weeks away, Kevin, so I cannot wait. Uh, look, Attack on Titan I uh, is probably... One of my all-time favorite animes, period. I don't know what it's. Maybe it says more about me than anything else, but it is so unrelentingly bleak and just stressful to watch that I love it. I mean, it's it's this this anime. uh, Most anime I watch, you know, may have some good action. May have some humor or whatever, but Attack on Titan is one of the only animes, Kevin, where I watch it and it stresses me out because the situations they get, I mean, it is, it pulls no punches ever. And you don't know who's bad, who's good, but what you do know is that it's incredibly bleak and bad things are going to happen no matter what. End of story. And when you think it can't, it won't go somewhere, oh, it will. And <laughs> I mean, it is. Wow, it is one of the most intense animes ever, and the first halves of season four lived up to my expectations. I just, it's, it just keeps getting better and better. It keeps getting more and more intense. Yet you continue to not know what is, you don't even know how you want it to turn out anymore. It's, 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 it's so hard to pick a side. You don't even know what side you're supposed to be rooting for at times. And, and that's the sign of a good story, Kevin, where, where the, the, the creator is able to get you to, you know, identify and reexamine your stance on who's bad and who's good, who's the victim, who's, who is the oppressor. It, it, that's the sign of good writing when it is not just super easy for you to decide who you need to be rooting for, at least in my book. Yeah, and I think Attack on Titan for me is one of those that I've decided that I'm just going to wait till it 
finishes. <laughs> I waited this long to watch it or read it. I'm just right. like, you know what? I'm just gonna wait till the anime finishes, and I'm just gonna binge watch the entire thing because I know that, like, what you mentioned it, like how tense it is and all that stuff. Yes. That I will want to find out what the ending is, and I'll spoil it by reading the manga. Yeah, but I've, yeah, decided, yeah. I've decided to be like, you know what? I haven't watched one episode. I've I've only watched like few clips that I just posted on Twitter and stuff, and I'm yep. just gonna. And since I, I've waited this long, I think I could wait long enough for the final season to just finish up, and I'm gonna just binge watch the entire thing next year for. Um, and just uh, even though I know it's super popular, it's one of those I know that yeah. I'm missing out on something, but right, I've waited this long. Right, I, I don't blame you. I think it'll be great to watch. I said the only downside of, of having watched it since the beginning, Kevin, is what you say. It's 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 the big gaps in time between getting your your seasons, and really, I mean, gosh, the time you have to wait between season three to see the first half mm. of season four and the second half. I mean, they really yeah. make you wait, and it's not an ideal way to watch this anime because the story is incredibly complex <laughs> and the cast of characters is extremely large and the history and the mythos is extremely deep and it's a lot to remember and when you have big gaps in time yeah. it is very hard to keep in your head what's going on so i i would say look i mean if you're like me you've been watching it since the beginning you're going to watch the, you know the second half of season four immediately <laughs> when it's when it airs okay but I, I would say the best way to watch attack on titan is absolutely what you're going to do kevin binge it all at once because the story is so complex and there's so many characters it is really hard to have gaps in time it really is yeah and i think that that i've waited this long i think i'll be able yes, to do it good. i'll be able to do it i'll, I'll be able to do it once <laughs> like it's all dubbed on um, funimation so hopefully yes sir i'll I'll, watch. I'll finally catch on to the craze and i'll become a attack on titan fan just like everybody else is oh yeah i right know um okay cool and then for my number two is going to be the way of the house husband um, oh how about I, that i absolutely love this anime i like it it's on netflix and it does such a good job. I think out of any comedy anime or manga that you'll find, I think Way, Way of the House Husband is the, the top of the list of, of that, of like just the, I know Rock, you've watched, I've had you watch it with, uh, with Tatsu of like, yep. just the character is so, so much fun of like, he's a retired Yakuza, but he looks like so much like a Yakuza that it, that everybody's terrified of him, but he wants to just be the perfect house house husband for his stay at home husband for his uh, for his wife. That it's just so enjoyable to see how he interacts with the world and how like past Yakuza members try and interact with him. It's just so much fun, and I think if I just talk like I can't really detail the episodes because they're the episodes are just like in comedic and that it's more comedy based for everything. And it's but, an interesting format yeah, too. Yeah. It's not like the format of these episodes are not what a typical anime follows. It's not like a half hour episode. It's like little, it's, it's little mini episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Within each single episode. Mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. neat. Yeah. And it's, it's the, and also like with the being the mini episodes, it's not like, like where like each, each episode, like each episode will have several segments, I guess you could call yep. them. Yep. Um, and they're like 10 minutes a piece that are like mm -hmm. uh, short, um, very short, but it gets the point across of like how much fun the, the world is and how much fun the character is. Because again, he's just trying to act like a normal person again and mm -hmm. reacclimate to being a normal person since he's a stay at home husband. But because of his Yakuza background, he has tattoos and all this stuff, and yep. which you would normally find um, in Japan of like that. Those, those people are Yakuza and they're terrifying. And it's just fun to see how like, because of that, he can't escape that stereotype no matter how hard he tries. Um, it's just fun seeing that, like how people react to it because the reaction reactions is what really sells it. Yeah. Um, and then 
I think this is probably JC staff's best animation that they've done because they do a yes. good job of like switching out the animation styles of like it's the typical shonen anime that you would see, but then they like completely switch it into like a manga style type thing. And, and that, say, that, 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 that is super it's like super excellent panels. Yeah. It, it's 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 like there's move, there's animation, but then they're then they shift to just like showing you a series of panels and it's hard to explain it kevin yeah you gotta watch it's one of those things you gotta watch and, and yeah. then you understand why it works so well because it like i feel Very like unique I, I feel like explaining it makes it seem like oh it's still frames which is not not what it is it's, no. it's a unique decision that they chose for yes. to get across what the story and the characters and the comedy of the show yeah. is and it's so much so much fun i probably out of anything I, I on my list this is probably the thing that i would rec- i've recommended the most this year of for agreed to watch agreed so. Hi, highly unique the art the artistic direction with the animation highly highly unique and it works perfectly with this type of story and, and wouldn't you say this that, that the way the house up house husband is kind of like what how would you rate i would say one-thirds comedy one-third slice of life one-third action yeah I mean, exactly it, right? it, that, that's what it is and i would almost say like it's almost more comedy oriented like yeah like, like the action and slice of life is just feeds into the comedy like correct yeah yeah so yeah. and it's it's all really good it's well balanced and just even though it's a very comedy centric show you never get tired of the comedy and like the tropes and Agreed. things like that it explores like they're always finding a good fun way to explore like the character who normally maybe would be one you would consider one note yes like they do a good job of exploring that one note in different ways and making sure that you never get bored of the of the concept of the of the show i absolutely agree which so, is which is no easy feat so it's no, impressive no. that they're able to do that yeah so rock uh so that, that again like i said it's probably the most i've recommended any anime this year so i'm um, highly recommend it and rock what would be your number one kevin my number one. Oh yeah you know it we're doing it again the way the house has been there you go that's my number one. <laughs> it's just Kevin. This anime is like a gift from the gods, Kevin. Are you kidding me? It is amazing. I feel like Zeus came down from Mount Olympus and just gave me this anime to enjoy. I mean, I you told me to watch this. You're like, Rock, you gotta, you gotta see this. You, I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. And you were not wrong. This is just catnip for my soul i adored it and you know i was gonna love it when the first time i put it on the intro song again kevin you, we gotta give some love to some intro songs here the intro song for the way of the house husband is by a band and i'm gonna try to pronounce it kevin but it's literally 45 letters long okay it is uchi kube gokuman dao kao kai i believe roughly Sue me if I didn't get it right. It's a lot of it's a lot of letters. Okay, Kevin. Uh, and the song is called Shufu no Michi, and it is a bad ass entrance song. It's all metal. It's just it, it sets the tone perfect because and the singer is like over the top, like Japanese metal sounding singer. It's like it's it, he could be singing for like the Scorpions. It's awesome. And what's great is that. The music is important in this series, I think, because it fits because the so the show is so offbeat. The exit, the ending song, Kevin, is Goku Shu Fudo, I believe. And it's awesome because it's like this badass, like 
metal dun, dun, metal sound. And but what you see the visual is just like this little cat just do 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 walking along. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's the the visual is so discordant from this metal song that you're like what is going but that's kevin that sums up the series the music not matching that visual the cat sums up the series because he's just he was just wants to be a house husband and everyone's petrified to death of him <laughs> Yeah, even the even the police, like the police, like who would normally arrest somebody like him, they're they're like, no, oh, we're too scared of him. Where where yes. he is too terrified to even try and arrest or even he approach. And and what makes it work is how how the most simplest tasks that Tatsu does, he approaches them with the most insane, over the top manner. The way that a yakuza would approach, like a hit. Or, you know, an assassination or whatever. He approaches it with the same insane, over-the-top, intense nature yeah. of, well, of vacuuming or or cutting some sushi or you know, those yeah, basic well, things. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was, that's what I was going to say is that, like, it's a very early episode or segment uh, when the knife sale, the door-to-door salesman yeah. comes in to try and sell knives and the... But the door to door salesman is so so terrified of him when like especially when Tatsu like tries out the knife that he's trying to sell him and he's like oh crap I'm gonna die but like Tatsu's just trying to cut it and make sure that he could cut sushi. it's a good knife for, to cut like sashimi and stuff but like he's that. So over and, the top and, about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so and that, that's a very early early episode. Um, but yeah, it's so much fun. Oh, him grocery shopping! It's just yeah. so over the top. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes everyone scared of him. Yeah, it's like, why are you so intense when you're just trying to pick out melons? Yeah, <laughs> and he's just trying to find the ones that are on sale. Yes, <laughs> God, I love this. I just, I can't say enough about it. It is, it is, it's, it's brilliant. It's a gem. It's very unique. It is so different, both in story and in art style. You gotta watch it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, for sure. And it, it is on Netflix. What is subbed and dubbed? So yep. you, you can whatever your preferences is definitely there. And. Yep. Like it's one that you have to watch. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. For for me, like the one thing that did beat out as much as I enjoyed the way of house has been my fa- fandom for star Wars beat it <laughs> out where, with star, uh, star Wars visions was my number one for this year. Um, I really, really love star Wars. I think we, rocket you and I have talked about it offline yep. a lot of like our, our, we both love star Wars and um, yep. like, while we ha- like, we have various levels of degree of, enjoyment or not enjoyment when it comes to the movies that for Disney. Um, I think Disney has done a good job with when it comes to the TV shows and like the yeah. animations um, yep. uh, for Star Wars. And I think Star Wars Visions is the greatest example of what Disney really can do with the mm-hmm. with the franchise if they just yep. let let go and just let creators just create what, this, or with, with what the franchise is. And yeah. um, with Star Wars Visions, you had all basically all the best animation studios contributing yep. to this where sure like did. every every episode was done by different animation studios. There was two, uh, like, um, like Studio Trigger did two episodes, mm-hmm. um, but they were all standalone episodes. They were, um, some were, a couple maybe were in continue or not, but most of them were just standalone, like maybe their own universes. And I think that was the best decision they could ever make is letting the anima- the creators for at these animation studios just say, hey, we're going to give you the Star Wars license and you tell your own stories, with, go nuts yeah. with it. And just the concept of the Star Wars and the Jedi and the Sith and things like that. And, I think that is the best choice Disney ever made because Star Wars Vision just shows how 
Star Wars is such a rich environment to create some something new and fun and exciting. Even if yep. we've seen seen the like Jedi Sith War be explored in video games and TV right. and movies so much, I think Vision shows that there's so much potential to do something new with characters that we've never met. And like, even though episodes I think were no longer than like 20, 30 minutes, like you felt the world c- come to life in those 20, 30 minutes that they created that you were very invested in. I think every episode, or even the ones that I may have not enjoyed as much, I still fun enjoyable. Yep. And the characters were all great. And like, I wouldn't mind seeing like some of these, like, especially like the duel or um, mm-hmm. the twins and things like that. If those mm-hmm. spun off into their own anime series, I would love that. But yep. I like that they were also standalone because it's just drop in, drop out. And that's kind of always a fun quality of, uh, when it comes to any sort of property of like you, dropped us in this is the story of for these characters and that's all we get and that's totally fun and i think that star wars vision just captured all that and all the animation studios were just top of their game and i think this what was a good way to open uh people's minds to these animation studios that maybe people aren't familiar with because they're not into anime but because this was on disney plus it oh i think it opened up so many people's minds to anime in general and what these studios are do because they haven't been exposed to these animation studios um before this Oh, no, I absolutely agree. Look, Kevin, I really, I really enjoyed Star Wars Vision. And I will now admit, I had a feeling this would be on your list. I didn't know where it was going to be on your list. Kevin. <laughs> and the reason why I know is because before, when we were pre-gaming this podcast, Kevin said, hey, uh, Star Wars Vision should be eligible for this list. And I was like, oh, okay, my man's got this somewhere on his list. I don't know where he's got it, but I know he's got it on the list somewhere. Yeah. And uh, look, I adored it. I really, really like Star Wars Vision. And the only reason why it is not on my top 10, Kevin, is because, you know, I'm a U.S. hater and I yeah. love all the Japanese and I was not going to put anything from a U.S. company on a list. of. <laughs> that's that's my Japanese bias there, my friend. This is very good, though. I agree with everything that you say. All the studios did an excellent, excellent job. Yeah. I completely agree with you that this Star Wars Vision shows the potential of the Star Wars franchise if Disney is willing to hand over the licensing to various creative types and just let them do whatever they want in a standalone feature. These, these, all these studios are incredibly, incredibly talented. And it's fun to see their interpretations of the Star Wars franchise. I think it's really mm-hmm. important to not only to do more standalone stories, yeah, but also to tap foreign creative companies because i i i i fear that uh by only allowing lucasfilm to create lucasfilm and by extension internal like like internally yeah 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 lucasfilm marvel they're all gonna kind of be the same you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, it it, i feel like it's i don't know if if it's becoming stale or predictable or or rote what yeah. we're getting from Lucasfilm and Marvel, it's fun to just throw it over to cut to these creative uh, companies in in Japan or other countries that don't have a history with this franchise and can deliver yeah. something new and different. And that's kind of what you got to shake things up because after a while, it's like you know one of the biggest complaints about the Disney movies is that it's like, got it, it's a remix. I've seen this before. Yeah, like you just get, took the first three movies and remixed it and gave them back to me again. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't get that with this. This is new. 
Yeah, and even like with the like the Star Wars animations, for the most part, we've gotten all of them are in the Clone Wars art style too, like the CGI art style. So I think this was a good breakup of like, hey, we don't always have to just follow that art style. Like we could do something different. I think it opens the door to that, and I hope that's what I really hope with this is that it opens the door for us to explore different animation styles. And like I said, I think that Star Wars Visions is such a good like, and I, I don't mean this as a I mean this as a compliment. Really, is that it's baby's first anime really because like it, it is it, because right. so many people are star wars fans but maybe sure. they're not anime fans and they, they're this not mm-hmm. their bag of tea because of for different reasons but yep. now with this you're tying it into a huge property that everyone's going to watch so it yep. opens the door for people to ex- find uh kamikaze dodge studio colorado gino studios studio trigger and so on and so forth these mm-hmm. tr- animation studios are doing so many amazing things that you weren't exposed to because you're not watching anime or you're just not that's watching right. the movie or, or like animated movies that they're doing because that's not what your bag of tea is, but because they use the Star Wars properties now, it like opens the door for so many more people to enter into like, oh, I'd love one of these studios. Let me find what an, another thing. Like I'll find Kill a Kill for Studio Trigger because I love the right. twins. So right. it's, it's kind of like one of those things that I think Star Wars Visions really captured and these the creators behind all these studios did a great job of making this like almost like a a trailer for what what they what they're able to do and in, in animation and like it's not just Pixar or Disney or these studios that we know here in the United States and that's why I really appreciate Star Wars Vision so much is that Disney actually as much as hate we want to give Disney for their choices and things like that I think <laughs> this was a good this was a good showcase to open the doors for like people right. outside of Japan or people that are yeah. not just anime fans. And I think that's another reason why Star Wars Visions yep. is at the top that I really appreciate that they gave the opportunity for um these studios to be introduced to new fans. I I I agree. And I'm like you. I think the 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 two for me, the two standout uh, episodes of Star Wars Vision would be Studio Triggers the Twins. Yeah. I thought that was just phenomenal looking, like really, really good looking. I would love, I mean, I, sign me up, Kevin, for a whole series based on the twins. I'd be all over that, Kevin. And the second one that I, the second one that I thought was uh, out of the top two would be The Duel from Kamikaze Duga. That was phenomenal looking as well. Really heavily stylized and gritty. Sign me up for a series based on The Duel too. That would be very cool. So, and, and you're right. Like you said, even the ones that I didn't really, and there were a few, look, for the most part, there were nine episodes. You're not going to think all nine were earth shatteringly amazing. I mean, that's hard to do and probably not fair to expect. Really only, Kevin, there were only probably two that I thought were like, eh, you know, Lop and Ocho and uh, Tatooine Rhapsody were the only two that I saw that I was just like, all right, listen, move it on, move it on, move it on. I want to get to the next episode. But other than that, uh, very strong quality across the board. Yeah, and I actually ended up like in Lopin Ocho just because I love the Studio uh, Ghibli art style that they did and the storytelling that they yes. did on for that episode. So I, I did enjoy it. And I think one of the great things is that each of the, um, even the ones that you may have not enjoyed, you could see each of those being an anime series on its own if they yep. wanted to. Like, oh, I think yeah, they did sure. a good job making this like almost every episode a pilot of itself. Yep. And like, I wouldn't mind it. And like even something like uh, 
Tatooine's Rhapsody that I didn't enjoy like like you. I didn't really find that it wasn't my cup of tea, but I know that like little kids enjoyed it. I, I know like oh, yeah. my, my my little cousin's kids enjoyed that. That was probably their favorite episode because of the of the art style plus what 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 it was going for with the characters and the things like that. So I think again, it, Star Wars Visions is the best example of the potential of the franchise, and mm-hmm. just because and I know that. Some some may say that oh yeah it's a Disney it's a Disney show or whatever but it, I do consider it an anime because of the well, studios involved I do yeah, consider well, just because studios I mean and, there's not yeah there's nobody from Disney that yeah. directed or wrote or animated yeah. a single one of these episodes it's all the Japanese studios that wrote directed mm-hmm. and animated it so, yeah so anime yeah so again <laughs> and I think I think maybe that that's why I also have it I'm, number one just because I love all these studios so much and I think I've followed a lot of these studios uh, before with previous animes I think that's kind of what put it on number one for me is that yep. uh, as much as I enjoyed it I also love that it introduced a whole new audience to this um, and hopefully like anime in general so because I, I I love anime and that's why we have this uh, episode so um, awesome no, I have to point out one yeah. thing Evan uh, yes everyone I I, I was remissing what I said that everyone is Japanese. There is a Korean <laughs> yeah. director on the episode nine. And yeah, there's a Spaniard up in there, my friend. Oh, yeah, that's there right. you go. Spaniard. Yeah. Spaniard got and in it, there and directed number six. So, but other than that, it is all Japanese. <laughs> and then maybe it even, and, it, and also just like Star Wars Visions being like anime and centric, maybe this also opens the door for other like animated studios from other countries. Like France has yep. a lot of animation studios and things like oh, that. Yeah, they so, do. Like yeah. a lot of other countries have animation that mm-hmm. we haven't been exposed to here in the United States if you haven't looked for it. And I think this yep. is a good, it opens the door for us here in the United States that to know that it's not just Pixar. <laughs> it is not just Pixar. Agreed. Or Absolutely. Pixar and Disney. So it, it opens that door. So, um, Agreed. and again, I, I just overall enjoyed it. And, and I, I think there was seven, I think seven or eight out of the nine episodes. I really, Oh yeah. Enjoyed. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, like, again, that wraps up our year and uh for in review for us and like um again we didn't really cover any mangas this month just because we wanted to like honor some of the manga and animes that's come out this year and i think and also with jump festa coming out and again you could catch our best manga and um and also the jump festa wrap up in our previous episodes in our feeds or whether you could go on comicbookrevolution.com or on just our like our feeds on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those other podcast services, so you could catch those on top of our top ten anime that we just uh, put together. And I'm glad that, as you could see, while our manga maybe we were very similar, like I'm glad that <laughs> we're, with the animes you could see that Rock and I have not different like different tastes and different things that we were looking for. And it's cool to see just because it just shows the wide variety of anime that are out there. Oh yeah, so. Awesome. Well, Rock, uh, hopefully you have a good New Year's for, for you going into 2022. And I'm excited to record more episodes of this podcast going in uh, into next year. Me too, Kevin. 2022 awesome. is going to be better than 2021, I have a yeah, feeling. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you very much. And uh, again, have a happy New Year, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time.